Welcome to the Soulful Woman Podcast. My name is Neera Lal, and I'm an embodiment coach who helps women like you connect to their body, mind, and energy wisdom so that you can deeply heal and live your soul truth. I'm here to teach awakened souls how to consciously navigate the ups and downs of life, harmonize your divine feminine and masculine energies, and become your own inner healer. On this podcast, I'll share channeled messages from spirit, embodiment practices, energetic activations, and mindset shifts so you can live your most unfiltered, unapologetic, and fully expressed life. If you're ready to activate your inner wisdom, you've come to the right place. Now let's get soulful, woman. Hello, beautiful, soulful woman. We are here to talk about the question that seems to be on everyone's mind a lot of the time, which is, how do I change a belief? How do I actually change a belief? And I'm going to share some things with you that may surprise you about this process um, and might be a little bit um, uncommon, perhaps, from what you've heard in the past. And I hope that this offers you a perspective that feels a lot more inviting when it comes to belief change work and accessible and something that you can actually do consistently and get on board with without feeling like it's hard or like you're failing or like it's overwhelming, right? Because if you are looking to change a belief, then I my assumption is that you have found that you have some beliefs that aren't working for you. They may have worked for you at a time and they may have served you at a time, but at this point in time, you're seeing that some of these beliefs are no longer serving you in the life that you want to create. And so you're looking to shift those and change those. And I believe that our our beliefs are everything. You know, they are the foundation of the life that we create and therefore they are important because The beliefs that we have inform the thoughts that we think, and the thoughts that we think inform the the actions that we take, the feelings that we experience, um, and it creates a snowball effect and a ripple effect in our lives. And so it's helpful to be conscious of that, to know what is driving the results that you're getting in your life. And I'm a big fan, if you've been listening to this podcast or been in my world for a while, of things being full of ease and allowing ourselves to move through the world from an open-hearted space. I believe that an open heart, ease, a calm nervous system creates so much more change and up-leveling for us than any pushing and forcing can do. And so before I tell you how to change the belief, I want to talk a bit about what it does not involve, okay? Some things that you can say no thank you to when it comes to creating a new belief or changing an existing belief, okay? So the first one is Stop resisting the beliefs that are there. So you may have identified some beliefs that you want to change. And the fact is that they have been here 
They have been around. So stop resisting them when they come forward because that resistance creates a low vibrational frequency. It doesn't help. It really makes you feel stuck in the same old pattern. And likely it's going to send you down a talk track inside your mind that doesn't feel good. It isn't solution oriented and it's focused on the problem. And so the more that we resist, the more the issue persists. All right. So it's not about resisting it when you see it and shouting no at it. It's also not about punishing yourself for having that belief, for taking an action based in this belief. It, like I said, is something that has served you on one level or another for a while. It's in your life for a reason, maybe to keep you safe. Maybe it worked for a bit, but it doesn't anymore. So the mind, the body is, it it literally learns through repetition. And so if you have done something many, 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 many times in the past, if you have thought a particular way repeatedly in the past due to whatever reason, then it's going to take a little bit of time and conscious attention to shift that. And so there's no point in punishing yourself for choosing something that's familiar. That is what safety feels like in the body. And oftentimes you might be conscious that this way of being or thinking isn't actually creating the most inner safety for you, but on some level your subconscious mind believes that this familiar way is keeping you safe. And so it's important to not punish yourself for that. It's important to just see it for what it is, an opportunity to lean into what you want rather than not what you don't want, right? So don't feel bad about it. Don't try to change it, right? We're talking about how to change a belief, but I'm saying don't try to change it in that moment, meaning don't focus so much on the belief itself, okay? And this is why I believe that mindset work rarely ever works. Okay. So yes, working with your mindset can be extremely helpful, but a lot of the time it's not because a lot of the time mindset work encourages you to focus on something else, to ignore what's present for you in the body, to ignore those feelings of resistance that are coming up, the feelings of feeling bad. Mindset work doesn't often get to the root of what's needed. It's a way of using brute force to get you to think something else. And sometimes it works. There's some techniques out there that are really good and can be a quick fix in the moment. However, long-term, it's not about the mind, okay? It is not about the mind. It is about the body, It is about expansion. It is about freedom. It is about ease. It's about lightness. It's about a calm nervous system. Okay. So I've talked a bit about what it is not. What it is, is a few things. So when you know you want to change a belief, instead of saying, I don't want to think this anymore. I don't want to think like this anymore. Start to understand, feel into what the new belief is. How does that feel in your body? What do you want? Why do you want it? 
you need to get buy-in from yourself. You know, sometimes we think, oh, well, this current belief isn't working with me and I'm going to have this new belief, which someone told me or I read about, and this is how I should be thinking. Okay. It might be a great belief, but if it's coming out of desperation and fear, then chances are that your, your mind, body, and spirit are not on board. You have to create a feeling of possibility, expansion, excitement within you when you're working with belief change. It has to feel like something that you are truly on board with. You got to get your body's buy-in. And so earlier when I was saying, don't focus so much on the belief that you don't want and stop resisting it. The reason I was saying that is that as soon as we're in resistance, the body shuts down. The body is not on board. The body goes into self-preservation mode. And so when we want to make change, it's important for it to feel accessible in the body. You want the body to open up to that change, not shut down because it feels scary and new, right? And And that might happen in the process. And it's important to meet ourselves with love and compassion when that does happen. And so whatever this new belief is, when you identify it, this new thing you want to think about yourself or your life, recognize that just by you being aware of this new way that you want to live, you're already inviting it into your life. It's already here. You already have a relationship with it. And I bet that you are already living it in some ways. And so start to notice that. So start to notice that you are in relationship with this new thought form. That as much as you want it, it wants you. And see yourself working with it rather than something that's far away. Something that you have to work really hard to get to. The fact that you're already thinking about it means that it's already starting to integrate into your being because you have the awareness about it, that you want it, that you want to move towards this new way of thinking and being. When you realize that, what you realize is that it's already forming. This belief is already forming within you. A belief is simply something that you have thought over and over and over again and has become a truth that you live by. It is literally neurons firing together in your body. And so pushing through with a sledgehammer will not be as effective as embodying this new thought through repetition, this new way of thinking, this new way of being. And the way you do that is by noticing how much you're already in relationship with this new way of thinking, congratulating yourself, celebrating yourself when you do choose that new thought pattern, feeling in your body what it feels like to be in total alignment with this new thought, what it opens up for you inside. You Are the Medicine is now open for enrollment. We start January 11th, 2022. This is a four-week sacred container where you will become your own inner healer. You will ground into your authenticity, your powerful voice, your divine feminine rooted energy. 
and you'll open up to receive more of the love, life, connection, and prosperity that you've wanted for just $2.97. This is my most accessible and affordable offering, and I'm so thrilled to bring it to you so that you too can become your own medicine. You want to teach the body what this new thought feels like, because the body knows exactly what that old thought feels like that old belief. Now you want to teach it what this new belief feels like. You want to make it compelling for the body. It has to feel exciting and compelling for you to want to move towards it. You know, we are entering a time, I believe collectively and on this planet, where we are tired of running from things. We are tired of allowing fear to be the dominant motivator behind why we do things. We want ease. We want possibility. And so one of the most healing things you can do when it comes to belief change is fiercely loving yourself when you're feeling bad about not having the belief that you want, when you feel bad about not moving in that direction. Fiercely loving yourself when you feel like you've failed in this process is incredibly powerful. Because what you are doing is you're meeting yourself with compassion. You're seeing that, yes, I have been trying. I have been wanting to move in this direction. And right now I'm in a bit of a hard moment with it. And you know what? I love myself anyway. And when you do that, you create self-trust. When you do that, you heal deep subconscious wounds around abandonment and rejection. This creates safety for you to try something new. We are constantly testing ourselves. The subconscious mind is constantly testing to see if taking the next step, especially a new step, is safe. And so when you try something new, of course, All of the subconscious stuff and drama around why this isn't the right thing, why you can't do it, and all of the things keeping you in your old patterns are going to surface. That's absolutely normal. What you want to do is interrupt that pattern by saying, yes, I love myself anyway. I'm here. I hold myself through this very brave and difficult process. And as you hold yourself, you create the safety to try something new. You're holding your own hand. You're telling yourself it's okay to fail because it's all learning. And as you create that, you know, feeling of it's okay, it's all learning. I'm expanding anyway. What you're doing is you're creating a more supportive neurology, a more supportive nervous system for you to move forward in a belief that feels more exciting and expansive to you. And then you choose that again and again. What we don't want to do in belief change is get trapped in the cyclical feeling of, I don't want to think this way, but I am thinking this way. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? We want to interrupt that pattern with, I'm moving towards the thoughts that I want to have. I'm moving towards the beliefs that I feel like will support me more. I know that I'm moving towards those because I want it. I'm already in relationship with this new belief. There's times where I choose it. I have chosen it in the past. I can do this. I can choose it right now. 
And I will lovingly hold myself through this process and I will not abandon myself. I will be with me as long as it takes. And that, my friends, is literally the most healing work you can do because when you show up like that for you, you are no longer waiting for the world and other people to show up for you. You show up for you. When you show up for you, your whole body relaxes. Your whole body relaxes. And in order for change to happen in a way that's lasting, we need to do it from a loving, open place. Change happens much much more easily when there's a feeling of inner safety. Learning how to provide inner safety for yourself is is a critical, essential life skill. Because when you learn that, then you you really do get to be in charge of your experience. You trust yourself. You allow your body to lead. You trust your body so much. And you begin to heal those thoughts and those beliefs that have taught you that you cannot trust yourself. You know, since we are very young, the world is structured in such a way that it takes power away from you. Kids are very often not given very much authority in their own lives. And so we're shaped to think that power lies outside of us, but it doesn't. It lies on the inside. And we've learned that trusting yourself is kind of like this weird, ethereal, esoteric concept. And of course, trust does not come from within. It comes from what other people think and what other people say and what society deems as good and what your family thinks is worthy. No, 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 no. You know that there is a wisdom deep inside of you that is ready, that wants to be heard, that when you give it space, you know, because you've seen this in your life, you know that change happens instantly, that doorways open up instantly. And so you're not trying to change who you are. You're actually trying to come back to who you are and listen to that part, trust that part, give yourself the time that you need. This is the way of the self-healer. So I encourage you to take on this perspective. Rejoice in the relationship that you're already creating with this new belief and know that it's there and know that it's happening and know that you deserve it and know that the only thing standing between you and this new belief is forcing and pushing. Just open up to ease. Feel ease in your body. Make that a priority. Get on board with this new belief. Make it feel great. And then just follow the nudges of your body. It will lead you. It will lead you into the belief that you'd like to adopt. So I started out this episode by saying, it's not about the mindset work. It's about the body work. It's about getting your body on board. It's about getting your nervous system on board. When you do that, it's like you've cracked a code. You're speaking a language that most other people are not speaking with themselves. Okay, my beautiful friends, thank you for listening. Share this episode with your loved ones. It's packed full of important things that we all need to know when it comes to how to change a belief. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Take care. 
Thank you so much for spending a part of your day with me. If you love this episode of the Soulful Woman podcast, share it with a friend or loved one who you think could benefit from this message. Take a screenshot, tag me at Lal, and share it on your Instagram stories to let me know what resonated with you the most. And be sure to rate, review, and download the podcast to help get this powerful message out to more people. To know when the next episode is out, go ahead and click the subscribe button to get notified so that you never miss one. And remember to tune in, listen to your soul knowing and be who you came here to be. Until next time, stay soulful, woman.